everyone, I'm Lux. And I am Sam. And this is a special mini-sode for Killing at the Crimecast. Yeah, we're, we're, we're away from the phone right now. Uh, and so essentially one of us is doing something. It's probably you. Yeah. It's probably your fault. For this particular one, I'm skiing. So uh, we're going to record this and release it. Uh, if we're not going to be able to do it, we're going to record some of these and just release them so you guys have something to listen to when we're not able to do a full episode. Yeah, we try and release an episode every Tuesday, but... You know, when one of us is away, we're not going to be able to do that. So we'll just pre-record a short little snippet. Yeah, we're very busy. I don't think you realize how important we are. <laughs> do you know who I am? I'm kind of a big deal. I'm, I'm kind of a big deal. Um, so, yeah, this is uh, just us sort of looking up weird news, crime and murdery stories and telling each other about them. Pretty much just reading it from the newspaper. For yeah. me, anyway. Right. Hit me. Cool, so this story is from metro.co.uk, from the weird section. And the title is, Nanny was starved, uh, beaten, and tortured before she was murdered and thrown on bonfire. Jesus. Yeah, real rough. So um, this French nanny called Sophie Lionette, um, she moved to London to be a nanny. Um, big, big dreams. Yeah, she'd just graduated from some sort of infancy care school mm -hmm. don't really know what what that is but she was taught how to look after children yeah, you don't know what you don't infancy I, care you school. can understand the concept of an infancy care school but it teaches te you how to care for infants yeah but how do they teach you like surely you just learn on the job right i'm pretty sure you dissect an infant <laughs> yeah day one on the job yeah you've got to like like you know you're you're learning about frogs you dissect a frog you're learning about kids you dissect a kid that makes sense you're right how foolish of me. So Sophie Leonette moved to London to work for Sabrina Coudier, who was a fashion designer, and Osem Maduni. Yep. Osem Maduni? Let's go with that. Osem Maduni. Osem Maduni. Done. So they're the couple she was working for. She was in their home looking after their kids and their house and whatever nannies do. Um, so Coudier is 35 and Maduni is 40 and they deny murder, but they admit to burning her body. So... They're pretty much just saying, yeah, this nanny died in our house. Our nanny that we hired. We didn't do it, though, but we burned her body. Definitely okay. didn't do it. So, so so, what happened? So, well, that's the thing. Because they're denying having done anything, there's not a lot of information on what happened, like what, why she died and if they did it, etc. Right. But they've, they've been charged for it. Um, so... Apparently, she was a six, in the six months leading up to her death, she was fed up and wanted to go back to her family and was basically saying that she didn't like working for Coudier and Masui. Um, she, she said, I've been fooled, um, not, but not by people who are nothing to me, but by words. I think that's probably a mistranslation. Quite possibly. Because obviously she's going to speak to her so mum say, in French. Say, say the quote again. She, she wrote to her mum... Yes, mum, you are right. I have been fooled, but not by people who are nothing to me, but by words. And then the quote goes on to say, indeed, it did not bring me more than a bit of experience, autonomy and a bit of authority. Still, you are right. As I wrote yesterday to one of my former teachers, I should have listened to you and not to my heart. And I added that I was a stupid idiot. See, it was like poetry until the end. <laughs> yeah. Like authority, my autonomy. I was fooled, not by people who were nothing to me. But by words. Yeah. I am a stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, poor girl. So clearly, clearly this has been mistranslated in some way because it doesn't make a lot of sense. But the sentiment is, mum, you're right. I should have come home when things started getting weird here. 
I even wrote that to one of my teachers. I've been fooled. I don't like it, essentially. So she wasn't happy. um, And apparently her mum, so Leonette's mum, asked Coudier to let her daughter come home, but she refused. So they were essentially keeping her captive. Jesus. Um, Yeah, so... um, yeah, so her mum's there pleading for her return because she knows that her daughter isn't happy and this is happening for around six months and then they find her burned body. So we're basically going to wait and see how this unfolds. Maybe we'll do, maybe we'll cover the, the outcome in another mini-sode. But essentially, this French girl moves to London, thinks that she's going to, you know, put her education to good use, look after children, have a nice life, is doing it for this nice, clearly important and wealthy family. Um, and she dies gets murdered and um and burnt so do you know how she was burnt do you know what happened literally all it says is the title says she was starved beaten and tortured before she was murdered and thrown on bonfire Christ. but in the article it doesn't say anything about the starving and beating and torturing well i imagine like that kind of sums it up like that's that's yeah. hot, that's brutal so yeah she was Jesus. and she wrote to her mum saying like you're right it's weird i've been fooled yeah and I imagine after that, she probably tried to leave and then this all started. Yeah, and her mum was asking, like, please, please, please let her return. And they were just saying, like, nope. So she was effectively their prisoner. Um, so at the very least, they imprisoned her so that they should be held responsible for that. And they perverted the course of justice by burning a body. So they should be held accountable for yeah. that as well. But, I mean, why would you burn a body if you didn't do the killing? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. Especially, I really want to know about this starved, beaten and tortured thing. It should say more about that because that would be a motive, right? That shows their sort of character and that would be evidence for them having killed her. Yeah. But there's nothing about that in the article. So hopefully we'll find out more about that story. Jesus, that's pretty crazy. It literally happened yesterday. That's not a huge amount of information, but on itself, that's pretty nuts. No, the story broke yesterday, so I'm not surprised there's not a lot of information. Oh, so this is like super recent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Mine mine is not particularly recent. Okay, so tell me about yours then. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So mine, mine's uh, in 2012 and I, I wanted to find like a super weird murder and this is like this, just as a sequence of events, it happened over the course of like four minutes, if that and it's just insane. Like the, it's just so like heavy metal crazy, right? So basically we're in North Texas, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's a pastor named Pastor Kirk who runs a mega church. Mega church? Do you not know about mega churches? Is it just a church that everything's supersized? <laughs> yeah. You just got these big crosses, all the seats are huge, and you look like tiny little ants sitting on them, sitting on those pews. Yeah, yeah, pretty is much. That, yeah? No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's basically just a huge church that is specifically built to be a giant modern church. So it's like a stadium. So with the the priests are like rock stars not and they've quite. got a huge audience. M- mega church is a, is a bit of a misnomer. It's not mega in terms of how big it is. It, it, it They are much larger than traditional churches, but they're like, it's just a really big church that is purpose built. 
okay. for this thing. All right. Um, they're basically just really big churches. Um, so um, this is just such a ridiculous thing. So this guy's called Pastor Kirk, and he runs this church. Um, and there is no information about motive. We don't know anything about the, the guy who committed this crime. Right. But it's just... Okay, so this is just what happened. See, this right? is the problem with that. This is why we've chosen these ones for the minisodes, because there's so little information on some of these crimes that yeah. aren't as like prolific they're not serial killers so there's not a lot of you know people haven't written books about it etc it's literally just one-off crimes that you sort of only really know about if you're in the courtroom you know yeah i get that and i kind of i kind of wish that there was more information mm. it's basically the stories that we think are like pretty nuts that we want to tell you guys about but there's not enough information to do a whole episode about it exactly um so okay so this is what happened on the 29th of october 2012 an unidentified assailant drove his car headfirst into the mega church's wall. Oh my gosh! Leaving a hole in the wall. Was it an anti-church sentiment? You know what? You'll tell me. I I don't know. We oh. don't know anything about the motive. Nothing. Huh? Right? Smashed a hole in the wall. Right? The guy then got out, and the pastor Kirk was in the in the parking lot, and just saw this and was like, "The fuck!" And the guy got out of his car, and like chased Pastor Kirk around a parking lot. Right? That sounds kind of like Benny Hill. Yeah, I know, right? It's kind of ridiculous. Right now, it's like slam, and then starts chasing him. It's, pr it's pretty crazy. Rat chased the pastor back into the mega church, and then this guy is fucked up. But the guy, he beat Pastor Kirk to death with an electric guitar. What the fuck? Yeah. Now, if that's not rock and roll, I don't know what is. That's fucking crazy. So, did he have the electric guitar when he got out of the car and that chased the pastor with him? was an insanely highly disputed point in this whole thing. Oh, people really? Just, people just, did, he, did he bring it? Did he have it for this reason? Why would he choose that? But it turns out it was in there already. Uh, it was obviously part of like the church band. Right. And he just beat him to death with this guitar. Fucking it's hell. It's insane. Right? So, uh, the assailant was eventually arrested after a maintenance worker called the police. Mm. And uh, he died in custody soon after the... Um, the assailant. So I guess we will never know about motive. Yeah, we'll never really know. I mean, the, the assailant died after he killed him, presumably because he fucking drove a car into a wall at full speed. Yeah, he probably had some internal bleeding. He probably had some stuff. very bad internal bleeding. It's impressive that he managed to chase a man after that. It's very impressive. I Driven mean, by rage and quite possibly drugs. Maybe impressed is the wrong word. I'm not impressed by his actions. I am, okay. It's surprising that he was able to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Let's say that. Um, I'd go with impressive. I yeah. mean, like, okay, d it, like extract all the extraneous variables. You can just say, I've just suffered a severe car accident and then I ran and performed severe physical exertion. You'd be like, wow, I am impressed. Yeah, to be fair. Um, but yeah, so there was like, obviously like the whole, the whole city, the whole town was like devastated and there was a massive candlelit vigil. It was really lovely. But like, it's just insane. No motive. No idea who the guy was. No idea why he decided to slam his car into the wall. Nothing. Just this insane murder. The only things I can think of are drugs and hatred of religion. Yeah. I mean, I think it could be something like the pastor was sleeping with the guy's wife or something, you know? like Because that seems like a pretty... That's a very public crime, which suggests just one of passion or one of severe inebriation. But at the same time, if the pastor was wearing pastor clothes and the guy... Maybe he only wanted to smash in, as, smash the the wall in as like a statement of like "fuck you" to the church, and then he saw the priest and he was like, "You know what? Fuck yeah, you but, too." But maybe, to, but to death with a guitar, which is why I think he was probably on drugs as well. Yeah, quite possibly. I don't think it's I don't think it's religiously motivated. No, I, I don't think it is. I don't think it says that. Possibly not. But yeah, so that's that's this story of Pastor Kirk who was murdered with a fucking electric guitar. It's pretty insane. Cool. 
so yeah these are those are our two little stories we hope you enjoyed them yeah let's bugger off yeah we'll see you in the next time when we're actually here <laughs> <laughs>